Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. My guest today is Nancy Stolman, author of the Flash Fiction Writing Guide, Going Short, an invitation to flash fiction that was recently released as an audiobook. I interviewed Nancy previously on the podcast in episode 304, and I'll have a link to that earlier interview in the show notes. So if this discussion interests you, go back and listen to the earlier interview as well. And Nancy, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, if someone listening hasn't heard about your book before, Going Short, An Invitation to Flash Fiction, how would you describe flash fiction and how would you describe your book? Mm, those are great questions. Um, so flash fiction is you know, the most basic definition is that these are ultra compressed stories. So most people tend to say that a thousand words or less is the flash fiction kind of boundary. Um, certainly they're, they can be much shorter. And so a thousand words or less, and then they need to tell a story. So sometimes people have written something that's a thousand words or less, but it's not necessarily telling a story. It might be, you know, a character sketch or a prose poem or any number of things. Um, but really those th two things together, the, the word count and that ability to craft a story inside this boundary is really what defines flash fiction. And in going short, I really kind of take my decades plus now of uh, experience with flash fiction and put it into like a an invitation and a guide. So it's not just what is flash fiction, but it's also, you know, here's how to write it. Here's some different approaches to writing it. Here's some different ways to think about it. Here's some mythologies about what it isn't. And then throughout the book, I, I bring writers along. So then in the second part of the book, we talk about, okay, well, now you've written it. How do we edit it? How do we sculpt it? How do we make them into these beautiful little artifacts? And then even how do we put a bunch of these together in a collection? And we talk about flash fiction collections and and even just, you know, the the creative process for everybody. So I think this book is really, it speaks to all creatives, whether you're a flash fiction writer or a writer in another genre or even just a creative. I think that so many of the principles in there are valid for creators of all all sorts. Sure. Well, where can people find the audiobook for Going Short, an invitation yeah. to flash fiction? So I'm so excited about the audiobook because this is my first audiobook. And um, right now it's on Audible exclusively. So it will be on Audible exclusively until June. So the first 90 days is just Audible exclusive then it will go to other outlets in um, mid-June. But this is the first time I've ever narrated an audiobook and been part of the audiobook process. And it was really, um, it was such a unique experience to see how a book that I wrote to be read on the page can then transform itself into a new artifact that, be, that opens itself up to a whole new audience. I'm, I'm super excited about it. And so did you record the audiobook narration yourself? I did. Yes. I mean, I was in the studio obviously. Um sure. but I was the narrator and that was one of the um one of the deal breakers when when we took the book uh, and put it out there when my agent put the book out there for 
potential audiobook buyers. Um, for me, the stipulation was I really want to be the narrator, not only because I wrote the material, but because I have a theater background. I have, you know, I've been in the studio as a musician. So I'm really comfortable behind the microphone. So it was really important to me to get that opportunity and not just to, you know, hand the book over and let them find a new narrator. So I got to be in the studio. We did the whole book in one day, which was wow. crazy. <laughs> yes, crazy. And, um, and I had, you know, headphones on. So I had the sound engineer in one ear and I had the publisher in the other ear. And, you know, we just sat there all day long and just, you know, from beginning to end, read this book and, you know, we'd stop and we'd re-record a sentence, go back, or I'd need someone to check my French pronunciation or any number of things. And um, yeah, it was just this really cool team effort all day in the studio. By the time I was done, my face just felt like I'd had some sort of massive face workout. It was crazy. Wow. And so were they, I'm just curious, were they there in the studio or were they remote in your headphones? The The publisher was remote. The sound engineer was in the other room. So wow. he was there, but it was just he mm -hmm. and I, and this was in January. So we were in high COVID watch sure. warnings. Yeah. And so we hardly even, you know, we were almost never in the same room at all. <laughs> and, and then the publisher was in another state. So between the three of us, not really physically touching at all, we, we got this thing recorded in about five hours. Wow. That's, yeah. that's amazing. Well, how did you get interested in writing flash fiction? Yeah, I've been writing flash fiction almost as long as I've been writing now, it seems, uh, I, I got interested in graduate school. So I was in graduate school. I was getting an MFA. This was back in 2007. And I took flash fiction as just an elective writing course in my curriculum one semester because I'd heard of it. I'd heard the term. I didn't know much about it. It seemed like it would be an interesting stretch for me. And at the time I was writing traditional novels, you know, I was, I've always been a storyteller, uh, but I was thinking that that had to look like traditional novels. I really wasn't even writing short stories. And um, so I took this flash fiction class and it just popped my world open. I suddenly was like, wait a minute, like, wait, like stop the presses here because I've been working so hard, especially as a novelist, I've been working so hard to come up with enough material to get me to the finish line of what's considered a novel. So I'd gotten myself in this habit of really slowing down, taking my time, really elaborating on things, really kind of stretching to all the edges. And I think those are great skills. But it had never occurred to me to go the opposite direction. It had never occurred to me to ask the question, what can I get rid of here? Like, what is just extra? What is just filler? And if I got rid of it, the story not only wouldn't suffer, but it would become tighter. It would become crisper. It would suddenly take on another level of urgency. And as soon as this possibility entered into my world and entered into my own creative process, I just started rethinking everything, everything I'd written, even the <laughs> novels. I was like, wait a minute, could I cut this whole novel in half? You know, <laughs> yes, I can. Look at that. You know, and 
And so now I'm just really trained in my own writing. And, you know, when I work with other people, I'm really trained to look at what's extra here. What is like filler and decoration and, you know, revving up to the real story or clearing my throat before I get started. I see all that now and I see how it's just not necessary. And so I just kind of take it right out like a scalpel. I just scalpel it right out of my own work and others. And I just love the result. I just love the way the flash fiction story and and just using the flash fiction mentality just kind of creates these distilled nuggets, like these this distillation process of what's really necessary here and what's just and what did I just have fun writing and what's really necessary to the story? I think it's an important distinction. Well, if someone listening is interested in writing but struggles with figuring out how to get started, do you think flash fiction is a good way for someone to get started? Sure. I think flash fiction and, and any number of other genres can be a great entry point. Uh, what's what's helpful about flash fiction, especially for a beginning writer, is that because the artifacts themselves are so small, you can really take the time to pick them apart, to unpack them, to you know take disassemble the whole engine of it and lay it all out and see what's going on. Um, you can take a flash fiction story and, you know, line by line, just start to look at like, what is this author doing here and how are they achieving what it is? You can do the same thing with a longer story. You can do the same thing with an entire novel, but I think it can be helpful because the flash pieces are so small that you can do this many, many times with many different sorts of stories, different types of writers, different stylistic approaches, and really give yourself a great education on what you like and what you don't like and why you like something, not just that you like it, but that you can actually open it up and figure out why do I like it and then even emulate it. You know, I think that imitation is a wonderful way to get started. So you could take a flash fiction story that you love and you could with your own material, of course, emulate it. Like, look at that structure. What are they doing here? How did they achieve that? And can I practice what they're doing with my own material so that I can get in the rhythm and the flavor and the musicality of it? I think these short pieces offer that opportunity more frequently. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. 
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Um, I'm curious, do you submit the flash fiction stories that you write? Mm -hmm, Absolutely, yeah. Um, I I publish them individually, and then I also put them together in books. So um, I'm publishing books of flash fiction, stories of flash fiction. I've been advocating for something I call the flash novel, which is, you know, goes back to that, can I cut this novel in half, basically? Mm -hmm. Um, And not just short novels, but short novels composed of flash fiction pieces, for lack of a better word, um, that were were almost like mosaicing a story from these different flash fiction pieces. And when you put them all together, they're creating a bigger picture out of the interesting and self-contained shards. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, what writing advice would you offer for listeners who may be working on their own short stories or novels? Mm -hmm. I think it's important to read out of your wheelhouse. So, obviously, we read the things we love. And I think it's important to go beyond just reading the things we love and read things that we are not sure that we'll love or read things that we that we even don't like because i think we can learn a lot from writing that we don't particularly like it's the exact same process you know why do i like this story let's disassemble it um why don't i like this story let's disassemble that and let's figure it out because so often we're just kind of going on emotional gut reactions. I love this, don't love this, whatever it might be. And I think as writers, we have to be reading as writers. We have to be not only reading for pleasure, but really reading to understand, really reading to educate ourselves on what's going on here. And so I would say just continue to read far and wide. You know, if if you tend to avoid the classics because you think they're long and boring, let's say, Read some classics, even read some classic short story writers. Um, if you tend to only read, you know, acclaimed literary uh, fiction, maybe read some modern writers, read some some brand new, you know, fresh young writers, or read poetry if you're used to reading fiction, or or read. I get a lot out of reading nonfiction books that might be on topics that I I just don't know anything about. So reading to educate myself in that way, but I'm also noticing how does this nonfiction text about salt or whatever it may be, uh, keep me turning pages, you know, because there's still, uh, there's still strategy happening. Sure. Well, can you tell us a little bit about flash nano? 
Yay! Yes, Flash Nano is going to happen again in November. So Flash Nano is something that I created back in 2012. So this will actually be the 11th year of Flash Nano in November. Flash Nano is a free 30-day challenge. It started off just really small, you know, me and, and other friends who write flash fiction. And we were basically getting ready for November to start when a lot of people do NaNoWriMo, which is the uh, write a novel in a month in November, which is a fantastic, fun challenge. If you haven't done it, you should do it. Um, and it was basically coming up on November. And some friends of mine were saying, well, are you planning to do Flash Nano? And I said, you know, I've I've just been writing so much flash fiction. I don't think I can switch into novel mode. I'm just not. I'm. I'm just not writing a novel right now. I want to keep writing flash fiction. And so, um, we decided to challenge ourselves to write a flash fiction story per day in the month of November, kind of in solidarity with the people writing novels. And that has just become a whole thing. So now every <laughs> November, I host thousands of writers who are jumping on the slash nano challenge. And they are writing a story a day. I do give a prompt every day, but it really doesn't matter if you use the prompt and it really doesn't you know, matter if you hit even 30 stories. It's really just like this great flash frenzy of writing. And that's the, that's the beauty of NaNoWriMo too, is that there's just this kind of frenzy of activity and you can really get yourself past your own editor when you're writing so quickly. So I think it uses those same principles of like, all right, if we write so quickly that we can't stop and go back and we can't stop and let the critic come in and we just have to keep going, 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 what could we possibly accomplish with that critic out of the way? And so I think Flash Nano does the exact same thing. It just forces us to create so many pieces that we take ourselves into new territory. And that's something you can sign up for now. It won't happen until November. Uh, but if you go to my website at www.nancystolman.com, uh, there's a sign up for Flash Nano. And when you sign up now, I give you access to last year's prompts. So you can just kind of get yourself warmed up and ready. That's great. And I'll try to remember and have a link to that in the show notes as well. Perfect. That's great. Well, what novels or anthologies or nonfiction books have you read recently that you enjoyed? Mm, I've been reading, you know, I've been sampling from a lot of different places these days. Um, I've been reading Joy Williams' uh, 99 Stories of God, which is, um, it sounds like a religious book. It's not necessarily a religious book. It's really, it's flash fictions, but they're but they're extra tiny. So we might even put them into the category of microfiction, which is <laughs> a, a subgenre of flash fiction. Um, so really tiny, like three hundred words or less, one hundred words or less sometimes. And she does this really great thing with her pieces because rather than having the titles come at the beginning of the stories, she has the title come at the end. And it's it's kind of a nice way to scramble your brain a little bit because you just kind of launch into the story. And then when you get to the end, there's the title. And it, it's it's almost like this reverse engineering. You're like, wait a minute. Okay, now I get it. It all clicks together. So I love some of the things she's been doing. Um, I recently read We the Animals by Justin Torres. And that is a great example of... I want to call it a flash novel. I think he calls it a novel on the front. Um, mm -hmm. But it's it's pieces, flash fiction pieces, 
that all are self-contained. You could pick any one of them out and let them stand alone or publish them alone. But when put together, again, we're getting that giant arc. We're getting we're getting a much bigger story being told through the collection and juxtaposition of all these pieces. It's it's more than just a threaded narrative. It's it's actually like putting together putting together the puzzle so that by the end all these pieces have created you know ooh there's the whole puzzle there's the picture <laughs> and um i think he does a beautiful job of that uh, so i've really been enjoying that a lot that's great well where can people find you online if they'd like to learn more about you and about uh flash fiction yep so i'm 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 I hang out in a lot of places. My website's a really good spot to go, nancystolman.com. Uh, I do send out uh, newsletters and things like that. Uh, and I just did a whole series, which is a free series, if anybody's feeling this. Um, I did a whole free series on creative burnout because I felt like this was something that was coming up a lot in my circles. And so I have I was feeling burned out and I decided to create materials around creative burnout and what we could do to kind of turn that around. And it was so popular that I just decided to make the materials available all the time. So if you go to my website, it's up at the top of the website. Um, it's just a five-day series. You can click there and it will send you an email per day for five days, just talking about different aspects of creative burnout and different things you can do to kind of get yourself back on track or to keep yourself from burning out if you're not quite burned out yet. So that's that's a great way to kind of get into my orbit and come say hello. I'm also on Facebook and I'm also on Instagram and I'm on Twitter, but I I, I neglect Twitter, I have to say. <laughs> it's like my, my stepchild. So the best places to find me are on Facebook or Instagram or just straight through my website because I'm very active in my email. I'm always corresponding with people who um, send me emails and, and are on my list. That's great. Well, again, we've been speaking with Nancy Stolman, author of the Flash Fiction Writing Guide, Going Short, an Invitation to Flash Fiction, that as we discussed, was recently released as an audiobook. So go grab the audiobook at audible.com today. And Nancy, thanks for doing this interview. This has been so much fun to come back. Thank you so much. Wonderful. Thanks a lot. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.